0: I have been sheltering at home for six weeks. This means that school has been online for six weeks. Motivation has been low for schoolwork, yet soaring for staring at the clouds and helping around the house. Times are tough, not just for me as a student, but also for teachers like my mom. Hi, I'm Maria Rovalcava
1: and I'm presently a third grade teacher. I've taught other grades before and I've been teaching for 34 years at uh, 4th Street Elementary School, which is in East Los Angeles, California. We have been online for approximately six weeks with one week off in the middle for spring break. We were asked to pass out devices to some of the students approximately 15 minutes before the end of the day on friday i believe it was the 13th of march which was our last day at school the students were sent home with zero instructions on what to do and um, when the students were asked to start opening new apps that we have never used before and a couple of applications we used in the classroom they really had no way of knowing what to do. Uh, Some of them have managed to log into everything. Some have logged into a couple of the accounts, um, and some have not.
0: So my mom is faced with two challenges, the technical issues her students and their families are facing, and teaching eight-year-olds how to learn online. She asked to show her third grade students how to use new applications and technologies. These include programs like Google, Zoom, Dojo Classroom, and Study Island. I asked her to explain a couple of them.
1: The first thing I set up was Class Dojo. There's a section in Class Dojo that is for messages, uh, another section is Classroom that lists all my students and they were each assigned a little monster character where I'm able to give them points for assignments that they turn in they have a section for portfolios and my students are able to turn in assignments and each student's little monster um, is off to the left-hand side I can click on it and see exactly what they have turned in and is added to their portfolio and this is what they see when they go on to class story here is where I'll post my schedule for the week on what they need to do uh, with when it is due I have been posting pictures of our reader because on the last day I was able to send home our current reader However, some students misplaced it or some students didn't take it home. So I take a picture of the book page by page and we'll post it on here. And that's a little advantage I have. Study Island is an application where students can log in and do some reading assignments, some math assignments. And um, I have access to see how many students have been reading and actually working on this um, application. I have logged in and set some assignments for them to read and answer questions. Um, There are other assignments where they have to open and do different math activities.
0: Access has been one of the problems. Not all of my students have
1: Wi-Fi and the district is presently trying to put together some hotspots that the students can access Wi-Fi through the hotspots. My students that did have Wi-Fi were able to get on through the Chromebooks that we sent home. But only half my students um, took a Chromebook because the students were first asked who had access to a computer at home and who didn't, and those who absolutely didn't have any access were given the Chromebooks. So at the beginning, it was very difficult getting everybody online. And one parent uh, has not been able to get online at all.
0: The school district provided a number of different support tools. Chromebooks, a type of laptop, and hotspots. This was another new one for mom. So do you know how the hotspots would work? Um, What are the students going to be picking up exactly?
1: Exactly, I'm not sure. I know it is a device, some type of box, that they will be able to access Wi-Fi through that to use on their Chromebooks.
0: Though technology isn't the only challenge.
1: I have teachers who have students whose parents do not speak English, and some of them are illiterate parents, so having this form of communication be through computers makes it impossible and the teachers have to physically call them on the phone and spend a couple of hours on the phone with them just trying to walk them through everything step by step by sending pictures, if it's possible, of what they're doing.
0: Learning new software, getting in touch with parents, and teaching students how to learn online has taken a toll on my mom. She's from a generation of teachers that prefers whiteboards over smartboards.
1: For me, it's so much easier to teach uh, being there with the students and having the book in front of them, uh, having my whiteboard or back in the past my chalkboard in front of the class where I can show them step by step what I'm talking about, what I'm trying to get them to understand, any new concepts I'm teaching. and they learn by my modeling with the uh, technology I know there are many ways to do that however my kids at this point their understanding of it is not where I could show it to them that way and my understanding of it is not where I can model everything via the computer yet technology has been difficult for me and that's why now that we had to do it all at once, it was extremely difficult for me. Uh, but luckily I have my, my daughter, Yu, who is um, very good at technology and has been able to help me uh, not just get into these applications, but uh, has helped me to be able to explain it to my students and to their parents
0: as well. In some ways, it's great being home with my mom and I'm finding that I can actually help. I'm a design and technology student. I love to code and game. I'm also a part of Gen Z. I grew up with the internet and computers. So if Tech Talk is a new language for my mom, I'm here to translate. Well, I would like to create a weekly read aloud for
1: my students where they can go on to ClassDojo and click on the video and listen to the story.
0: How do you think you're going to be able to record the video on your phone? Well, I would have to go to my camera and go a video. Let's just practice with your pages. Can you hand me those, please? Perfect. So let's say you were the one reading this, okay? how would you want your students to see it mhm
1: i would want them to see the written word
0: not not my face okay so then we would hold your camera up here and then start recording you can just pan down when you read down and then flip the page and then read the next page i see etc okay so let's do a practice video So what are we gonna read, Mom, for your practice?
1: Today we're going to read The Tale of Peter Rabbit by Beatrix Potter. Once upon a time, there were four little rabbits and their names were Flopsy, Mopsy, Cottontail, and Peter. They lived with their mother in a sandbank underneath the root of a very big fir tree. Now my dears, said old Mrs. Rabbit one morning, You may go into the fields or down the lane, but don't go into Mr. McGregor's garden. Your father had an accident there. He was put in a pie by Mrs. McGregor. Now run along and don't get into mischief. I am We've going all had
0: out. to learn to live and work differently in the last couple of months, but listening to my mom read to her students reminds me that some things don't change. She knows how to get them hooked. She knows how to let them know that she cares. As my mom nears the end of her read-aloud video, I stop and think of how these next few words are not only necessary for her students to hear, But also herself.
1: Okay, I'm going to now read Oh, the Places You Will Go by Dr. Seuss, at least just a part of it. And will you succeed? Yes, you will indeed. 98 and three quarter percent guaranteed.